Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Defense Department is defending its strategy to award its upcoming multi-billion dollar cloud computing contract to a single vendor. Pentagon spokeswoman Dana White says a single award approach is appropriate because of the current marketplace for cloud services. She says DOD will reconsider its stance after the contract's two-year base period expires. National security agencies collect hordes of data every day, but the FBI says they're having trouble getting their arms around all that data. To help get all of it into one place, FBI Chief Data Officer Maria Vora says the agency is looking to move to the cloud next year. She says the move would significantly help with collaboration across the agency. The Army tells Congress it's narrowed down the list of locations for its new Futures Command from several dozen to just 15. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The new command is meant to bring all the Army's modernization and acquisition functions under one roof, and officials say they want to locate it in a city that already has a strong high-tech base. The 15 remaining contenders are Atlanta, Austin, Boston, Dallas, Denver, Houston, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, New York, Philadelphia, Raleigh, San Diego, San Francisco, and Seattle. The Army plans to announce a final location and begin assembling the new command within the next several months. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Senate passes a bill to set up a bug bounty program at the Homeland Security Department. DHS would pay white hat hackers who find undiscovered vulnerabilities in the agency's networks. The Defense Department, Army, and Air Force all have bug bounty programs. Last year, the General Services Administration became the first civilian agency to start one. Congressman Jim Bridenstine is confirmed to be the next NASA administrator by a Senate vote of 50 to 49. The Oklahoma Republican will be the first permanent leader of the space agency in 15 months. Bridenstine replaces acting administrator Robert Lightfoot, who is retiring at the end of the month. The State Department appears a step closer to having a new confirmed leader. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. One Democratic senator says she'll support the nomination of Mike Pompeo, currently director of the CIA. North Dakota's Heidi Heitkamp, who voted to confirm Pompeo at CIA, says she'll also vote for him as Secretary of State. Other Democrats up for re-election in states that President Donald Trump won haven't said how they'll vote. Aside from Secretary, several other high-level political jobs at state remain open. I'm Tom Temin. To quicken its security clearance process, the Air Force is launching several initiatives with the Office of Personnel Management and the National Background Investigations Bureau. The initiatives include establishing centralized interview hubs and prioritizing submissions based on mission needs. The Air Force's backlog is up to 79,000 applicants waiting for a clearance. Contractors are not being properly screened at the Education Department's Federal Student Aid Office. An Inspector General report finds contractors are getting access to the department's IT systems and buildings consistently since they determine their own risk level. The IG says FSA should start tracking what access contractors have. Six new ways to lower the risk of the technology your agency buys. As your agency relies more on commercial technology, the risk of data theft by China is increasing. A new report from the U.S.-China Commission finds the People's Republic of China is targeting agency and contractor networks. It's also creating policies that promote cyber espionage. The Commission recommends the government take six steps. These include creating a centralized approach to supply chain risk management and tying policy revisions to a funding strategy that ensures agencies are taking action in ways that are auditable. I'm Jason Miller. And a big payday for the U.S. Postal Service. Former professional cyclist Lance Armstrong is ordered to pay USPS $5 million. The payment is to resolve a lawsuit which charges Armstrong with violating sponsorship agreements his cycling team had with the agency when he admitted to using performance-enhancing drugs. The agreements required the team to follow the rules of cycling's governing bodies. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.